Are you all ready for this? Episode of 90s Tunes with Avery and Lena. I hope you are, because we're looking back at the 90s album, Jock Jams Volume 1. You could have, and we might get sued for this, started with let's get ready to rumble uh, we won't say that because we'll get sued <laughs> <laughs> michael but buffer i've has a patent on that and people have used it incorrectly and he's gone back and sued them um which is his right he came up with that slogan made it famous but he did let it go at jock jams well he probably got paid for it oh yeah 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 so we'll just bleep it out <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to be sued th- four episodes in, <laughs> or 84 in, just <laughs> sued, period. Yeah. I'm I, sure I'd he's... like to not be sued. <laughs> We've established we're talking about Jock Jams, Volume 1. And what year did it come out? Because I always get this wrong. Oh, I don't know. 94. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're the one who usually looks it up. Or was it 95? I don't know. Well, all the songs on it are from different years. There's ones from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was 95. Okay. Now I need to look that up. Um, it was released in July of 1995. Yeah, July 25th. Yes. <laughs> it was a good year. <laughs> good, good one, Marilena. So what do you think the biggest hit is off this oh, album? Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, the biggest hit, YMCA. Partly because that's been around for the longest. Okay, that's one Is way to one. go about it. Or Pump Up the Jam, also a big hit. Hmm, pump Up the Jam, eh? That's a big one. Um, what song number is that? That is song number, what did I say? Pump Up the Volume? No, Pump Up the Jam, 13. No, I would say... You were wrong. CMC Music Factory? Pump Up the Volume only made it to number 13 on no, the U.S. Billboard no, charts. No, 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 not Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Jam. They're both on here. I'm ta- I, I, I misspoke, but I meant to say Pump Up the Jam. Okay. Pump Up the Jam only reached number two on the Billboard Top two, top 100. And the reason why I looked that up, there's so many charts. and I that's think a big, That's a good number. You said only, number two? Yeah. But I'm going to preface this with something. When we're looking at albums, compilation albums, I'm just going to stick to U.S. charts because that's what's more readily available. Okay, not like Canadian, the, even though we talk about how it yeah. did in Canada? Okay. But, like, because there's so many different songs on this album to get... I could research it all, but I'm not that good at research. <laughs> Based on the last episode, only number two. But ranked in number... On a, forget what list it was, but it was ranked number 37 on the biggest number two hits of all time. (laughs) So there's a lot of songs that only have reached number two on the Billboard Top 100. And then somebody made a list out of all those number two songs. Okay. So So what's the biggest song? I mean, then you have a lot of European bands, or some European bands on here. so. So you said YMCA by the Village People. That sold 3 million albums in the U.S., 12, mil- 12 million worldwide. Okay. But Tag Team won't. That. There it is. I wonder, but really? Sold 3.5 million records in the U.S. 
Now, I didn't look up worldwide. It could. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't look up every album sales because some of them weren't number one hits on Billboard. So. Oh, I do you know what is funny, Ave? On my notes, I said released July twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. So, not all the songs reach number one. So, some of the interesting facts on this: there's a singer on here twice. Mm-hmm. Martha Walsh. Yes, twice. Well, sorry. Go ahead. There's actually a band on here twice too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but Martha Walsh. I don't know if anyone knows this story. She did a demo. She did demos sometimes mm-hmm. for bands. And they used it. And kept... They used it in their song and just had like someone lip syncing in the videos or part of the band. Yeah. So she is on Gonna Make You Sweat Till You Bleed. Is it called Everybody Dance Now? That's right. CNC yeah. Music Factory. And Strike It Up by Black Box. Black Box used her stuff a couple of times. Without her knowing. And I think she oh. went back and got naming rights. She got it on CDs like afterwards or on the like printed out. And she settled out of court a couple times. And if anyone doesn't know who she is, she, well, she had her own career, but I don't know anything from there. But also she was oh, part of. Can, can I say this? Because I'm going to make a Canadian connection. Okay. Yes, I know where you're going. Because I think you were yeah, going to say I, she was in the Weather Girls, right? Yes. Which it's is an awesome song. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know anything else that they sing. And I don't know her other stuff that she sings. But So if you're wondering, there is a Canadian connection with that. Because the writer of that song... Is no other than... Paul Schaefer. Yes. <laughs> who is the front man of the band for David Letterman. Mm-hmm. But that song was inducted into the Canadian Songwriting Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. I did not know that. Yes. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. So that's our Canadian connection. That I'm is. sure we could dig deep for other ones. But also, I have a Canadian connection coming up if you don't. The other band the, uh, on this album twice is Too Unlimited. Did you realize they're on here twice? Mm, probably, but... They have Get Ready for This. Mm-hmm. And what's their other one? Um, Twilight Zone. And I don't know. I don't just think of jocks when I hear this song. These these songs. Do you know what I'm getting to? Do you know who used this in all of his videos? No. In all of his, like, tapes? Rock'em Sock'em. <laughs> Don, Don Cherry. Cherry. <laughs> I don't know if he used them in all of them, but I had one of them, and they were, it was too unlimited nonstop. <laughs> and I always thought they were quite cheesy, but I was really thinking they were so good this time around, like really listening to them, like almost like, I don't know, groundbreaking. <laughs> Maybe that's not the right word, but yeah, that's that's the other one. Rock'em Sock'em. Also, of course, at Jock Jam, it goes together. Yeah. So, to go back a little bit. Yes. Sorry, I'm really um, excited about this. <laughs> CNC Music Factory. Mm-hmm. Going to make you sweat. Everybody you dance bleed? now. Yeah. Was spent two weeks at number one. Okay. And Snap, The Power. Ooh, also a great song. Two weeks at number one. Hmm. That's all I got. Okay. I thought <laughs> it sounded like a third. I, I have... I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of songs. 
One, this was hard to get. I Neither of us had it on CD. We could find it on YouTube Music, but it was missing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and I, so I went down and wrote what the songs were, because some, I heard different mixes, but they would be missing some songs. Yeah. Get Ready to Rumble wasn't on anything. Doesn't surprise me. And listening just on YouTube and having ads just really killed the vibe because I wanted just <laughs> to keep going. It's a, I've decided Jock Jams Volume 1 is maybe just Jock Jams in general. It should be what I exercise to wake up to, motivate myself for the day to listen halfway through the day just to motivate myself to keep going. <laughs> so what do you remember about the album? Like from when you first heard these songs growing up to now? These songs or this album specifically? I guess it would be these songs because they're such Oh, a God, I hated them in the 90s. They were just so <laughs> cheesy. And I was like, oh, whoop, there it is. That's so stupid because I was, you know, so cool. Some, But some I had the tapes. Like the tape of, like, say, CNC Not music CD. I had, the, yeah. I had CNC Music Factory, which was an awesome tape, which we might do. Um, <laughs> I had Technotronic. <laughs> I saw someone... <laughs> right as a comment do you know how they got their name they mixed the name Ke- techno with tronic <laughs> that's how they explained <laughs> it i had the tape until my nephew he was two at the time got a hold of it and unwound it and broke it wah, wah, wah. <laughs> i know yeah those are the two i had i'm just kind of looking back to see if there's any but no i remember a lot of these songs i thought were pretty stupid <laughs> What about you? I can't say that I listened to much of it when I was growing up. Of course, I went to hockey games, like, say, Junior C, Junior B, that kind of stuff, and they'd be playing that in the arena. So you heard it. I was fine with that. But I don't think I ever owned any of these CDs or tapes um, at all, like any of these bands. And then I started to get an appreciation for it when I got older, maybe in my 20s, 30s. I think we've bonded over these types of songs yeah. that neither of us generally listen to in the 90s. But listening to it now, I did not enjoy it altogether. What? I loved it altogether. Loved it. It, it was a little bit too much for me. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind listening to these songs here and there. Like, huh? But when I just listen to it all together and like listening to the CD or after like three times, it was just like... This is too much. Wow. I can't. Palette. If I don't hear any of these songs, except for maybe the village people, I don't care. I, I got to even ask, I've got the power, even that song? Especially that song. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Pump up the volume. That's a great song. They all just run into each other. <gasps> it's too much for one album. I will give you this because I put on a mix today and it mashed all the songs together and they did run into each other. And I, <laughs> like, I was exercising and not 100% paying attention, but, but I put it on my headphones the other day while vacuuming, while cleaning and especially vacuuming, and it really got me. I was dancing around the house. I don't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. Singing That's to myself. That's what you call it. <laughs> but do you know what? I have so many questions. So right. many questions. Where was T- Tag Team before they came back again? I don't really care. And I don't, I don't care even if they think come they back were again. anywhere. Can, and we, you kind of brought this up. Can you eat at the YMCA? 
Well, as a young man, you must. Be. I'm wondering. I think I looked up. What's your question? I think I might have looked no, this like, up. Did the YMCA have food at one time? Well, oh. I know the YMCA up by us. They have like a Jogo juice in there, but it's not somewhere where you can stay and have yeah. a good time. You could have a good time at the pool or wherever, but yeah. I don't think you can stay there. Now, I mean, is it publicity for the Y? I don't know if people could stay there. Um, they say they didn't write it as as a gay anthem. It became that, but there was a but they were also known for their innuendo, so it's not really known. Also, do you know that in the video they do not do the dance, the YMCA? Huh. Do you know where the dance comes from? Well, that was out in October 1978. No, I don't. But. And in 1979, they were on Dick Clark's American Bandstand, and the people were doing it because they do put their hands in the air like a Y when they in the video, and then they clap above their heads. Oh, okay. And people then started the YMCA, and then the village people started. Yeah, I wonder if like the clapping was because of the yeah uh, in the navy. Maybe, no, yeah. I think I think Macho Man was first, and then it was YMCA, and then in the Navy. Okay, but there was not, not that I'm a uh, village people expert or anything. Do you know? And I forget which car- which guy it is. One of them was married to Felicia Rashad. You know Claire Huxtable. Okay. Yeah, I I heard they they got divorced though. But <laughs> um, what other questions? I have I have some other questions. I believe. You know the song Unbelievable? Uh-huh. I think they say what the fuck in it. Listen to Imagine. it. Yeah, I think they go, oh, what the fuck. If you listen to it, <laughs> I think it does. Because I was watching the video. I watched all these videos yesterday. Just it's <laughs> not a lot of good videos. But anyway. <laughs> you only get to drop one more F-bomb before we have to uh, put this as a... Uh Explicit? Yeah. Do I really? I think it's three or four. Oh, I'll stop cursing. No, you can go we'll ahead. Say WTF. <laughs> it says it in the lyrics that that's the lyric. Okay. Well, then it, it's not supposedly. It is then. It's YouTube that printed the lyric. Like, it's not. Oh, okay. Do you know? But I think he does say it. But I mean, I've heard it on the radio and stuff. But I also. What's the butterfly? Because in the Tootsie Roll, in Tootsie Roll, uh-huh. they say, I don't know what you've been told. It's not the butterfly. It's the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> What's the butterfly? And why weren't pe- more people? There's a specific dance that goes with the Tootsie Roll. Why aren't more people doing it at arenas? Is it because it's kind of dirty? There's a whole dance. If you watch the video, there's a whole dance. I and mean, there are instructions in the song. <laughs> If you listen to it. But that's not the dirtiest song. The dirtiest song is Come Baby, Come Baby, Baby Come, that song. Go ahead, come baby, come. Mm -hmm. I think it's called. (laughs) Actually, it says, pump it up, go ahead, go ahead, come baby, come by K7. All right. So the butterfly dance is a dance move, which the dancers move like a butterfly wing. It also applies to arms and hands works where they can shape or move in the same order. Okay, and they kind of do that as a Tootsie Roll, but then there's some, like, twerking, kind of? Oh, maybe. Also by the 69 boys. <laughs> in case boys. anyone didn't, yeah. But anyway, yeah. 
Come Baby Come is a really dirty song. <laughs> that one's really <laughs> dirty. And then I watched the video and I was like, whatever. But someone's like, you should see, watch this one. It's a much raunchier one. And like they have another video, I guess. I didn't watch it. I didn't click. Like it wasn't like a click on this and see a porno. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> another video that they released too. I also went, there is something that ages these songs. Uh-huh. Which I love in songs. And I wonder if people do it when they go like when they're in concerts like 1994 (laughs) y'all saying the age hilarious to me like saying the year hilarious to me well i know that electric six has a song called dance-a-thon 2005 yeah and they stopped performing that song okay but yeah and also referencing your name hilarious (laughs) to me like sometimes it is i think pitbull's the only (laughs) modern-ish person who does that because i think i need a. Th- I wrote it down two unlimited references their name uh-huh. um naughty by nature they also say their name <laughs> <laughs> and there's someone else i think it oh tag team tag team oh yeah tag back team again. back again yeah <laughs> and that's hilarious to me to be like lena's singing y'all <laughs> 2023 or whatever, you know. You could just say Lena's podcast in 2023, <laughs> 2023 y'all. y'all. <laughs> I could. I could. Could. You just did. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what's funny, though? When I looked at the comments on all these songs, everyone loved these songs. Like, all the comments were like, yeah, bring back the 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is so good. This brings back such good memories. The 90s was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, so many people loved these songs. But it is funny. I loved this, but I would have hated it back in the day. I yeah. would have. It's I, nostalgia. I, I didn't like it, but I sort of like it. But now I'm, maybe if I heard them still occasionally instead of all, all back one, to back. It made me want to listen to volume two and three. And I think they had a greatest hits for jock jams or something like that. I don't have a desire to listen to two and three and whatever it goes up to. On like Big Shiny Tunes oh, too. I'm tunes, looking yes. forward to listening to one and three and four and five. I think it depends on my mood and if I want to groove. <laughs> I never. You want to sweat till I bleed. <laughs> like that's a little too intense. I don't ever want to sweat till I bleed. That's never happened to me. If anyone has ever sweated so much till they bled, let us know. How'd that turn out? Are you dead? Were you in the hospital? Yeah, I don't think if they're dead, they're gonna get back <laughs> to us. Well, if you know of someone who died because they sweat sweat it till they bled, then let us know. But I love, I don't know, like right from the get-go, it was like, let's get ready to rumble and then get ready for the, y'all ready for this? Uh-huh. Right from there. And then whoop, there it is. Like, I, They're not bad songs, like I said. Like, if I was at a hockey game, I expect to hear like these songs. I expect to hear a little April wine on oh, what a night. Yes, yes. At hockey games. Yeah, yeah, at hockey games in Canada in a small town. Yes. I think they're keeping April wine alive. I also have another random question that has nothing to do with this. Do you know the difference between an iridium uh, uh, an arena and a stadium? Not an arenium? No. no. <laughs> Is there a difference? One's an arena, one's I, I, I picture a stadium as bigger than an arena. I don't know. Because if you look at an arena, it's like a, like a hockey arena, a basketball arena. You look at a stadium, it's bigger like baseball, football. Okay. Soccer. I'm looking it up. I think it would go by like the size of the field because even if it's a small soccer f- 
stadium. It's a, still a stadium. Yes, I put my hand up to shush you, but I didn't actually shush you because I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> and it says, in common usage today, the difference between stadium and arena is negligible. Arena, however, is often used as a name for an enclosed building that can serve as a convention center as well as theater or sports. And most stadiums are open, but several have been built with roofs. So it's kind of negligible. Uh-huh. Sorry. I just, it was another one of the questions. I had many questions. Okay. So what other questions do you have that I can't answer? I think that's all I have for right now. So what do you think has the longest legacy? Oh, YMCA. Yeah, I was sure. thinking that too. I, was... I mean, the old ball game, ball game, the old ball game, not bald game. <laughs> that's a whole different song. <laughs> Has been around since like 1909 or something. But that's very specific in the one area. That doesn't get people on the dance floor. That doesn't make you sweat. Because it's only at a ball game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not playing that at a hockey game or a soccer match or whatever. Not even a dart tournament. Just the baseball game. And do you know the Ray Costoldi did it? And do you know who he is? No. He's the organist at uh, MS, uh, Madison Square Gardens since oh, 1989. Okay. I think he's still there. I think. Oh. Um, yeah, and he's on this CD. Okay. I looked it up because I didn't know. Old Ray. Good for him. I don't know. I'm. Some of these songs are like reminded me. Of, it made me want to like look up other songs too by the same. Uh-huh. I remember we went on a two unlimited night. Maybe you didn't and i just went down that rabbit hole (laughs) (laughs) i think i was there for that one black box they do strike it up and they also have not on this song everybody 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 (laughs) (laughs) do you know that one no oh but yeah sorry you keep saying things and i was i'm so excited for the cd okay i i am not as excited as you are i know and (laughs) it kind of like kills me a little bit for some reason that I'm disappointed that I wasn't as excited for this one. Yeah. I'm guessing when I choose Jock Jams 3, you're not going to be excited. <laughs> well, it all depends on what's on there. True. And I don't know what's on there. I only looked up Jock Jams 1. Oh, so does it hold up then? For me, no, it doesn't. Well, it's funny because you didn't listen to this in the 90s and then later, so it didn't hold up even though... Or does it hold... Do you know what I'm getting I, at? I know. It did... <laughs> Well, it wasn't that it didn't hold up to what I had listened to in the 90s, but it doesn't hold up for me now from, it did say, 10 years ago. Okay, okay. Now, and, and like I said, I think it's because it was all at once. Now, I don't know. Big Shiny Tunes made me want it to look into some of those bands uh-huh. more. I don't necessarily care if I hear more tag team songs or 69 Boys songs. No. Which are all something, variations of Tootsie Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I would, do you know what? Some of these, I do, how are these arena jock jams? Like, they're kind of, like, I I get it, but when you listen to the lyrics, they're not sportsy. They're about sex, (laughs) like every song. (laughs) I think it's just to pump up the crowd. I think it's more a lot about the music and not the lyrics. Yeah, like Tootsie Roll has a dance, but that's But you're also thinking when the song is played at an arena or, Uh, say, a hockey game, you're only playing, like, 
part of the song until the next face off or the kickoff. Or yeah, and you're just singing hip hop hooray. Yeah. Oh, so hey, they can cut those songs po- out yeah. to what they want. And you don't hear the lyric, I love black women always and disrespect ain't the way. Let's start a family today. <laughs> Which is not like OPP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you don't necessarily yeah. hear that. That's true. Yeah. Because like, you're just going to hear pump up the jam and probably like 10, 15 seconds after that and then it's face off or. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. The only whole song that you might hear at a hockey arena is like Michael Buffer saying, let's get ready to rumble because like if a fight starts at a hockey game. Yeah. So like I said, that's the only reason you'd have most of these songs. And I guess I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. A lot of the songs are a bit repetitive. So only hearing uh-huh. the main little bits are, I'm okay with that. Maybe they should do a Jock Jams condensed version. Well, like the mashups that I heard today. Like only having like parts of the song, like yeah, yeah. 15 seconds or 30 seconds of the song, like that best part. It's true. Yeah. I do have a, what I do love about these songs and the videos, which we're not, we don't necessarily talk about is how serious they take themselves a lot of times. Very serious. Yeah, some of these, they take themselves so seriously, and it's hilarious. It's hard to take a band seriously when they're just dancing around in an empty warehouse. There were no warehouses in any of the videos, but there were a lot of people like <laughs> bouncing in crowds. Okay. There were a lot of people in suits, like CNC Music Factory. There's a guy in a suit. Black Box okay. had people in suits. I think Two Unlimited might have had suits, at least in one. Now, I wonder if we'll see that if we did Jock Jams Volume power. 3 or 4, we see that difference because of the seriousness of the 80s, like those music videos where they were, a lot of people were dressed up in suits and that's coming early 90s. Yeah, mm. some of them are mid-90s, but that early 90s and towards the end of the 90s, it was a lot more different. Well, yeah, the suits pr- were 90s. Grammar. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we're not necessarily talking about videos, but there was a vibe. There were people in suits with like material in the background, like just <laughs> instead, like that was the background, almost like a sheet okay. or something, that maybe silk. Or, and then there were people bouncing in crowds. Think like the House of Pain video. Like that would, yeah, that, that's burn. not on yeah. this, but the 69 Boys, that was their video. Naughty by Nature, theirs was like that. The go ahead baby come on come on that was like that <laughs> oh he says whoop there it is yeah. how's the pain of i want to do that next that's yeah. a good album so, i don't know i think it does hold up it's as cheesy as it was back then yeah it definitely is cheesy and uh, i don't think at the time i thought it was cheesy back then but at the time i don't think everyone who listened to that music i'm going to say this thought it was cheesy well, back then it wasn't. It was serious. But I thought it was cheesy at the time. Yeah. Because well, I'm you were You were ahead of your time, obviously. But now I'm like embracing the cheese. <laughs> I love it because of the cheese. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think it does hold up for what it is because these songs are still played at arenas or stadiums, yeah. which is negligible, the difference between them, as we <laughs> learned tonight. What about event center? <laughs> you might get away with a... <laughs> Pump up the volume at the end <laughs> center, or a rock and roll part one, but I don't know. <laughs> no, but I have nothing else to say about this album. 
I've said it all. I realized I, I was like slightly yelling this whole time. I was so excited. <laughs> I went from like sitting on the couch, not wanting to do anything to talking excitedly about this. <laughs> and I'm surprised we disagree. I got all my questions out. Like where was ta- my biggest oh. one is where was tag team before this song? When we were listening to this album playing Dr. Mario the other day, I just almost turned the music off. So because I was singing. No, because it was me? just I just had enough. Wow, and I was like singing my little heart out, playing Dr. Mario, living out my 1994 <laughs> dream. Now you get a 95. You get a background of how we listen to music. It's usually playing Dr. Mario and listening to an album and cursing at each other. Yes. But yeah, do we all ask all our questions? Does it hold up? Yeah, we Where was it on the How did it do as an album though? I don't know. I never looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? No. It it did a, it did enough that there's I think two others, if not three. So well, it had to have a follow up because it was volume one. Oh yeah, yeah, it was called that. Yeah, they probably had so many hits that they couldn't. They yeah, I, well, I think compilation albums at that time were a little bit bigger thing. So I do have one question though: Is there a song that shouldn't be on here that doesn't fit or? Do- I don't know. I think they all roll in together. I think I. Th- I'll I'll say this. The two outliers have to be YMCA and Rock and Roll Part 2. Outliers? Like, shouldn't be? Oh. Because they're older and they don't yeah, yeah. fit with everything else, but they are played in arenas a lot. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to leave them off. There's some that I don't think I've ever heard at arenas. I've never heard the, come baby, come baby, baby, come. I have to sing it every time. I've never heard that at an arena. But... But maybe have in you 1995 ever been to I did. an American arena playing, watching basketball where they could have a whole bunch of different music than hockey arenas in Canada. True. And also, I'm not sure, Unbelievable seemed a bit on the cusp of not belonging. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. But no. So we'll agree to disagree? Yep. Sure. <laughs> I'll beat you into submission. It doesn't matter anyway. I'll play it when I want. You have to hear it. (laughs) I'll try to be nice and put my headphones on when I listen. So next week. Oh, yeah. Next week. I'm excited. We have our final album out of the first six that we decided upon with each other. And then we're going to go back and forth of. Punching. And whoever cries first, whoever gets the other person to cry first. Gets her album chosen. So Lena's choosing every week. I'm taking full <laughs> advantage of this. <laughs> I don't recommend violence. Don't do that to your partner. Tell us. Next week, Space Hog, Resident Alien. So we went with Space what Hog. What is it? Resident Alien. Oh, Resident Alien. You said Resident. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, and I, you think I'd know the name because I really we had to, to pronounce it? that because some words are hard for me. <laughs> um but we went with Space Hog because it is a one-hit wonder. Yeah. And with our first six, six albums, we want to be all over the place yeah. just to show some different music. That, that we we're not pinning ourselves to one genre. Yeah. That, like, that shows, like, we obviously have a little bit of a Canadian bias with, like, Big Shiny Tunes, Jagged Little Pill, Wayne's World. But then, like, Metallica is totally different from any of those. And then Jock Jams is different than anything else. and. Yeah. Now, Space Hog, like we want to do that one-hit wonder because we. I want to find out why this was a one-hit wonder. Was there anything else good on that album? So I have some thoughts. We'll hear about it next week. Yeah, and 
I, w- I will give a little preview because one of the songs on the Space Hog res- Resident Alien album is called Space Hog. So it goes back to what you were just talking about. Is <laughs> they not only had us put their name in a song, they just had a whole song with the name. Oh. A la Black Sabbath. Yeah. So. <laughs> Till then, keep, keep on, on listening. listening.